Hello, and welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and visionary leadership guide. It's my great pleasure to share inspiring and intimate conversations and emerging wisdom gathered from our collective feminine journey of awakening. My guests are revolutionary women at the cutting edge of both personal and global transformation. I invite you to join us in claiming our sovereignty, changing the world, and flourishing no matter what. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm so delighted to have you here. This is a special episode for you. If you are standing on the edge of a new frontier, feeling the call of a new horizon, just feeling that inner nudge to grow in a new way, or perhaps life is calling you to grow in a new way. There are a few things I want to talk about, but I want to start with the image or the experience of each of us remembering back, probably not remembering back, but perhaps remembering when a little one in your life, when a little baby, maybe one of your children or grandchildren, niece or nephew, or child of someone you were close to was learning to walk. Going from learning to crawl, going from crawling and orienting to the world on all fours, and then feeling the impulse to rise and to move forward from this whole new vantage point I've heard from a friend of mine who's an expert in all things children and development that the change in orientation to go from moving on all fours to standing is such a groundbreaking shift for little ones. And I want us to remember back to that process because for those of us standing on a new frontier or being called to a new horizon or to grow in some new way, it's really not that different from going from crawling to learning to walk. And just like that earlier experience that we have all lived through, it really calls us to the edge of our vulnerability, our tentativeness, facing the unknown. Just imagine learning to walk for the first time. That is a great unknown. And yet, it's something that we all did. If you have ever watched a baby go from crawling to learning to walk, 
you see how much tenacity it takes and how they are really leaning into the challenge and they don't let it deter them. One thing they do is they are always putting the f their foot out. They are always testing. They are testing, is this safe for me? Is this trustworthy? Will this support me? And that is not unlike animals who do the same thing. They do this testing to see is there support for me here? And also as little ones, we're reaching out. Where is the resource? What can help keep me headed in the right direction? Last but not least, there are a lot of falls. There are a lot of falling down, sometimes with tears, only to rise again and try again and practice again. And oftentimes, the thing that makes the biggest difference is having that loved one with outreached arms saying, I'm right here, honey. You come to me. Come to me. And with a look of joy, at new accomplishment, little ones take their first steps, just like you took your first steps and I took my first steps. So what does all this have to do with standing on the edge of the frontier? Well, I believe it has quite a lot. As I said, there is a lot of vulnerability that goes with learning and growing into this new capacity. And for those of us that are on the frontier's edge, whether we're feeling called to step into leadership, whether life has thrust us into a new found leadership or authority in a way that we don't quite feel ready for, there is that tentativeness and there is that vulnerability that goes with it. And I believe that vulnerability is both something to be honored and that there is something we receive from it. So often we are habituated to either override our vulnerability or to try and push it down and not feel it. But if we can let that lead us in a way, if we can trust that place of tenderness and vulnerability, it can almost become like a guiding light. Poet David White teaches about this. He talks about vulnerability. I believe he uses the word as a, as a kind of a capacity to see what is on the horizon and what is coming up next for us. So it's so important in those moments when you feel like, oh, maybe your, your skin feels paper thin or you're stepping out to become visible 
in a new way, and it just feels so vulnerable. Ooh, I am with you. I am with you, but it is so worth it because it is what guides us into the new. It is what guides us into becoming who we are meant to be. And it is a part of the process that activates and turns on, turns on those inner, I'm going to say, programs or resources, or to use the computer analogy, applications that have been dormant within us. And that really can only come to light, can really only be activated through whether it's challenge or adversity or facing into a new frontier. So can you feel that? Can you feel both the, the way that you get stretched when you're moving towards the new, perhaps larger version of yourself or more impactful version of yourself? And one of the main elements that is at the root of this vulnerability is facing the unknown. It's living into this new horizon, this new frontier, facing into the unknown. We know how to crawl. We know how to exist with all hands and knees on the ground. But what is it like to stand? We don't know. And will I be able to meet whatever I'm here to face from that new vantage point? Will I be able to respond to what life provides for me or what life offers as a challenge? And that is the biggest part, I believe, of what frightens us about the unknown and stepping into the unknown. Can I trust myself to respond? Can I trust the situation to be safe and supportive for me? And one of the things that I have recently realized as I have crossed a threshold into a new unknown for myself is while I could feel the impulse actually to self-sabotage and to go back to a smaller version of myself just to return to the familiar that really what's being asked of us from the unknown is to be present, to be aware, to orient to those resources that are available to us and to step up to the challenge of the new. And I get it. We are hardwired to resist that physiologically, emotionally, goodness knows the ego has a heyday with that kind of risky behavior, always trying to rein us in. But if we can stay rooted in, can I be present? Can I orient? Can I see what my resources are? And not unlike that newborn, Actually, it's not a newborn. It's probably about a year old child who's beginning the journey of walking. The thing that can be most compelling 
is when we are able to orient to someone or something ahead of us that is so compelling, we cannot resist moving forward, moving through the challenges, the risks, the obstacles, the falling down for the umpteenth time only to get up again, seeing the beloved face of someone cheering us on and beckoning us forward. So whether that's your future self or your vision of what's possible, it can serve as a powerful catalyst to keep you moving forward. So beloved, I want to share two resources with you. The first is my new ebook, The Radiance Equation, which is so much about this journey of standing on the new frontier and living into the women that we were born to be. It is a free offering I would love to share with you, and it is getting rave reviews. So if you are someone who is ready to come out of hiding and own the value of what you bring and create more impact in your life, get to the next level in your service, in your sovereignty, in just moving through life from a place of owning who you are, I want to share the Radiance Equation with you. You can access it for free, as I said, at theradianceequation.com. The link is in the show notes, and I would love to share this powerful, powerful resource with you. As I said, this book is getting rave reviews. I was called to create it earlier this year, and I did so in record time. And while I was the one that put it together, it was wisdom beyond me that came through to reach women just like you who are on a new frontier and being called into a new, larger version of yourself. And along with that, one of the biggest challenges we face is often either trusting ourselves or not trusting ourselves, trusting the process or not trusting the process, or trusting life or the divine to partner with us. I've just come through the Trust Talk sessions, which were incredibly powerful. If you haven't had a chance to check them out, please do. So many rich topics, so much wisdom, and so inspiring. A wonderful way, as one listener put it, to build our trust muscles together. So coming out of that, I have had the inspiration to create a series of trust circles to come together with other women and strengthen that trust muscle to do so with practices that root us in our body, in in our in our emotions and vulnerability in the most optimal optimal way possible as well as connect us with resources. So whether it's coming together to share or practicing in ritual, 
these circles are going to be powerful places to heal, to reground yourself, and to find that footing to keep taking those steps forward. I have included the link for you to get all the details below as well. So I'll be running those in July, August, and September. And if you could use greater trust, whether it's in yourself, the process, life, or the divine, to always have your back, I hope you'll join us. I know you won't regret it. So beloved, as we close, I'm having this vision. I don't know if you know the story from the Bible where Christ is walking on the water during a storm and Peter, one of his apostles, is in the boat and Christ beckons to him to come out and join him on the water. And Peter is filled with fear and Christ is beckoning him and saying, you've got this, you can do this, I'm right here with you. And he steps out of the boat and he begins to falter and he begins to sink. And Jesus looks at him and stays firm and steadfast in his faith and in his calling him forward. And it was the power of that connection. It was the power of being drawn magnetically to something that Peter felt so deeply about that enabled his capacity, as the story goes, to walk on water and to connect with his beloved teacher. So what does that have to do with us? Again, it's going back to the way each of us is being called powerfully to become the women we were born to be. You have a future self who is already in the quantum field, living out the highest version that's possible for you and your life. And she is beckoning you forward. She is calling you to take your next step. She's telling you, you have got this. So breathe that in, beloved. Breathe that in. Lock eyes with her, metaphorically. And take the risk to get out of the boat. So again, offering you the Radiance Equation as a resource. Link is in the show notes and the Trust Circle as well. And until next time, beloved, sending you all my love and reminding you to always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And visit theradianceequation.com to receive your copy of The Radiance Equation, a visionary's guide to coming out of hiding, owning your wisdom, and creating your greatest impact.